0: Educating, informing, entertaining—the Dan
1: Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. And hello, and welcome to Monday. We uh, we survived another weekend, and uh, here we are. Let's do this. Hey, two weeks from today—can you believe it? Uh, Christmas is coming. Hope you're getting ready. Uh, It will, uh, yeah, ready or not, two weeks from today, we're going to do that. Uh, Well, coming up on today's show, who remembers Ted Turner, uh, the CNN media mogul? And major nebraska landowner well the uh, we 're going to catch up with our friends at Flatwater Free Press and talk about uh, continued their continued series on who 's buying nebraska so just a minute we 'll check in with matt Matthew Hansen uh, build up instead of tear down truth over tribalism principles. Over partisanship, five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here. Say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac. Man, he's pushing buttons and he's busy. Producer extraordinaire. Hi, Johnny.
2: I'm keeping on my feet. And I just want to say, for those people who know me well, I can't not say Ted Turner, also the former owner of WCW Pro Wrestling.
1: Oh, I had forgotten that, Johnny.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I have those random wrestling facts, that's. Appropriate to share, I'm going to take full advantage of it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Well, uh, we're delighted that you chose to tune us in on this delightful uh, December afternoon. It five eleven, 5-11, Monday, December 11th, uh, 44 degrees. Man, we're still above freezing uh, on a, in the middle of, uh, almost the middle of December. So, yeah, we'll just keep doing that. I like it. Um, well, as we always do on Mondays, it's a delight to welcome on to the ch- on to the <laughs> airwaves, Mr. Matthew Hansen, editor of Flatwater Free Press. Matthew, welcome aboard. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, did uh, have you started your Christmas shopping?
0: I'm pretty much done. Look at I've, you! Uh, I've become a Black Friday cyber
1: <laughs> ninja.
0: <Thursday. laughs> yeah, just you know, hitting those deals, hitting those deals uh, right after, right after Thanksgiving. That's kind of my move.
1: Nice, nice. Well, um, I've you know, it it gets I don't know if it gets easier or more difficult as you get older, and you know the kids are all grown and. You know, I've got some grandkids now. That's kind of where the focus is. And, uh, so anyway, but it's, it's, uh, you know, my gift is I'm going to go see my family. So that's. That's kind of how I justify. I just show up, and somebody takes care. <laughs> I, I hope
0: they. I hope they agree. That well, that's we'll that's
1: <laughs> <good>. TBD. <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, uh, Matthew, I am. I'm. I'm continued to be uh, fascinated by the series that you're uh, that you've been working on uh, of Who's Buying Nebraska, and uh, the latest story uh, is about Ted Turner. And boy, there it just seems like uh, you know at at one point. Ted Turner was what kind of the leading uh, celebrity a uh, person that everybody loved to hate and uh, talked about. And, man, there was a point where uh, the rumors were just flying about uh, he was going to buy up all this farmland in Nebraska and turn it into a buffalo range. And uh, right. and so, but you guys dig into that along with some other uh, uh, folks. And so your latest story, Ted Turner, long-time Nebraska land baron, still buying as the next chapter nears. In uh, the subhead, the billionaire founder of CNN has long owned more Nebraska land than anyone. Uh, but you, you, your, your team asks the question: What becomes of it when he's gone? So, anyway, let's dive into that. I just, uh, uh, I find it fascinating, and I know our listeners do too.
0: Yeah, so do I. And I mean, you know, when I was a kid growing up in Red Cloud, Ted Turner was the name when people talked about, uh, you know, an outsider uh, uh, buying up land. Uh, in in Nebraska. And that was very much true, by the way. I mean, he 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 owned at at his uh, height of land ownership in Nebraska, so far as we can tell, nearly a half million acres, which to, to give readers some sense, or at least Omaha, people who uh, know Douglas County, which is where Omaha is located. Uh, that's two Douglas County. Uh, that's that's how much uh, that's how much land he owned. Um, it, it, but. And when you own that much land, it becomes very interesting, especially now that that Ted Turner is, uh, uh, you know, he's near sort of in the last phase of his life. Mm -hmm. He has um, a really uh, honestly terrible um, form of of dementia. Um, and, And so the question then becomes what is going to become of this land when... Ted Turner is gone and it's a really important question, uh, especially for uh, people who live out there and all, you know, this is mostly Sandhills land, but also uh, counties that really, really rely on the property tax money yeah. uh that comes from this much land being owned by one person.
1: Yeah, that is a huge concern because that's uh, you know that's that's how those counties uh, pay for uh, education and and uh, road services and all kinds of things that uh, uh with those property taxes from that and uh yeah, so what is uh, what is the answer to that question?
0: Yeah, we I mean we kind of have a partial answer. Um, the, the idea would be, thus far, he's, he created a nonprofit that's uh, sort of sustainable ag research. Um, they then uh, – they did this a couple years ago. They then sort of attached it to South Dakota State University. There's a, there's a, a lot of uh, work on bison and bison research at, uh, in South Dakota there. Um, and he gave 80,000 of his acres to this research institute, this nonprofit, that by the way, the board of which is him and his kids and grandkids.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So it's very, very, you know, still tightly controlled, um, by, by the family. Um, we got no answers from them about, and we couldn't really tell in the records if he is continuing to, to give land to this, uh, nonprofit. I presume that that's the plan that most of this land or at least some more of it will go. To the the nonprofit, but but you know the answer is beyond that. We don't really know. And interestingly, we also asked the question. We asked this directly to Turner Enterprises. Um, in a couple of years ago, they, they he kind of came out and promised to continue to pay property taxes, which was a big you know. It, I think it uh, assuaged a lot of worry about this idea of this you know he's going to start some sort of quasi um, national park. Tied to mm-hmm. tied to bison, then mm-hmm. he's not going to pay property. He he basically said, "No, we're going to pay property taxes." The question then becomes: Can he force that beyond you know uh, beyond his own death? Right. And uh, is this nonprofit going to accede to those wishes as a year becomes a decade uh, becomes a, a quarter century? And we looked, we asked Turner Enterprises basically to reiterate that. Pledge that he made a couple of years ago. Interestingly, they did not. Hmm. They they wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I I directly asked them. Um, you know what what you said, what he said in 2021 is that still uh, applicable in 2023? And the answer that we got back was no comment. Interesting. So I, I don't know if that means anything, but that that is the sort of the reality of our interactions with them for the story.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Well, Matthew, if you can hang on, there's another big story I want to chat about uh, when we come back uh, after the break. Uh, here, a fatal flaw: uh, the Omaha in uh, uh, Omaha Vietnam vet uh, dies after VA fails to notify him of cancer. Uh, a fascinating story that Chris Bowling wrote. So, folks, if you can hang on, uh, uh, come on back and we'll continue our conversation with Matthew Hansen from Flatwater Free Press. Come on back. To the Dan Parsons Show on 14993 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday edition. We're delighted that you chose to uh, tune us in. Uh, Monday, December eleventh. Uh, uh, let me tell you what's coming up uh, in the second half of the show. Oh. Well, the second half of the show is we're talking about dating over 50. So that, that episode, uh, the second, uh, episode of dating over 50 uh, is this coming Friday with Dr. And uh, we need your help. So there's a survey about dating apps uh, that's up on the website or up, up on the uh, social media channels. And so anyway, we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show and a few other things. But in the meantime, uh, welcome back, Mr. Matthew Hansen, editor of Flatwater Free Press. And uh, we've been chatting about... Um, uh, their series on who's buying nebraska and by the way if you're not subscribed to matthew's newsletter uh just go to flatwaterfreepress.org and you can sign up for matthew's uh, free newsletter and uh, and you can consume all of their news uh there's no paywall there's uh, no cost they're they're a nonprofit and they'd love to have you participate in this uh in this uh, experiment of journalism that is, I think, changing uh, the face of journalism for the better. So anyway, flatwaterfreepress.org. Matthew, thanks for hanging around. Appreciate it very much.
0: Yeah, you bet, Dan.
1: Yeah. So, yes, I'll just remind our listeners uh, that that uh, series that you've done on Who's Buying Nebraska, uh, man, it's just a great example of the work that you guys do, the investigative journalism that you do that no one else is doing. And uh, so thank you for that. And and uh, so I encourage our listeners to Go check that out and read about Ted Turner and the gang. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that whole series is just fascinating.
0: Uh, and- I, to me, it's just such a testament to uh, we have the time to be able to, which is such a luxury in journalism, to be able to dig into stuff like this. And honestly, I mean, it's I thank you so much for what you say about Flatwater. It really means a lot to me. The truth is, is that the reason that we can do that stuff is because of our donors. Mm-hmm. More than 2,000. I mean, and it, it sort of allows us to hire reporters, investigative reporters, who can dig into big stories and, and kind of try to figure them out.
1: Yeah, because they don't have the beat that the, a lot of newsrooms have where you're, you know, just cranking stuff out. And, uh, but you do have the time and the luxury and the talent. And the talent, oh my goodness, the talent of folks that you're attracting to your newsroom is uh, is pretty impressive. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other story, uh, Matthew, that caught my eye is, uh, man, just a heartbreaking story about uh, uh, this family in Omaha. This Omaha uh, Vietnam vet who died uh, after the VA uh, failed to notify him of cancer, and his widow worries uh, that he's not the only one. So talk about, and Chris Bowling uh, wrote this story. And so, uh, yeah, a safety net system meant to flag potential cancers didn't work for more than a year. And the Veterans Administration won't say how many other patients fell through. And so talk about this story. It's just a heartbreaking story.
0: Yeah, it's bad enough. Honestly, just to hear Michael Hansen's story, no, no relation uh, to mine, uh, but, uh, you know, a really tragic story of, um, you know, uh, a tech sees, um, a radiologist sees uh, something wrong with, with a CT scan uh, he has. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't remember the tech wording, but it's basically like very serious, yeah. you know, need to get this guy back in. Nobody tells Michael Hansen, um, and the reason is because that they they had this uh, safety net kind of registry set up to uh, help catch things like this. You know, because uh, there are thousands of CT scans done. It's a giant hospital, right? Things can slip through the cracks with your doctor or whoever. You know, because there's different there's different nets in the system. I don't want to act like this is the only one. Sure, but but for fifty at least fifteen months, this safety net system did not work. Because a nurse retired and they didn't replace her with uh, another person uh, that could supervise the the system, and so in this case, uh, you know they they admitted uh, fault the, the VA did, and, and you know tied it uh, in court documents to in depositions to this um, this system being broken, and, and in that time uh, when he wasn't notified, uh, unaware. Um, his cancer went from stage one to stage four and he Hmm. he died soon thereafter. Uh, They, they notified him that he had stage four cancer and you know, and they also told him that they had messed up and they apologized. Hmm. What, what, what gets really scary, I think to me as a Omaha and a Nebraskan is we don't know how many other people were affected by this. I don't know if the VA knows how many other people were affected by this. They're certainly not saying right now, which as you can imagine, this is, um, you know, there's a lot of potential litigation, potential liability yep. um, at play here. But the, his Michael Hansen's widow's point is essentially like what's right. And what she argues is what's right is that you tell everybody that that kind of fell through this safety net um, that they fell through it. Uh, and then, you know, you can kind of then uh, learn uh, how many people uh, might have been uh, affected but uh, the truth is we we simply uh, don't know and and part of the reason or I I would argue the main reason we don't know is because the the VA uh isn't sane or doesn't know themselves.
1: Yeah, the uh, uh his widow said from the day that nurse resigned until they hired somebody they should be going through every day reviewing cases sending out letters. Uh, I think the right thing to do in any situation like that, she she told your reporter, out of human decency is to call everybody. And, uh, yeah, that's, boy, that just, yeah, we all understand that uh, people make mistakes, but that that seems like it's, uh, boy, that's. Yeah, somebody, uh, the federal government, I assume, is going to be paying uh, some money. But, but uh, as his widow points out in here, it's she's it's not about the money. It's uh, it's about making sure that this doesn't happen to someone else. So,
0: yeah, and there's been another out of out of court uh, settlement uh, that that looks very similar. We don't have any information on, it, but it looks very similar in the broad strokes to the the lawsuit that that she filed, her and her husband filed uh, before he died. Uh, against the VA we just and, and we don't see other uh legal action um at least currently but we'll continue to check and see I, I just I have a feeling this this trial starts tomorrow um in Omaha um and it's it's to figure out damages yeah. in this case basically how long he would have lived and how much that yeah. uh cost yeah uh but I, I just have a feeling the story is you
1: bet moving. Matthew Hanson thank you my man uh, appreciate it very much we'll talk to you next week Thanks, Dan. Folks, that's uh, the first half. Enjoy the news. We'll be right back after this on 1,499.3 KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
2: Mix things up with
0: any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49, perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday Edition. The two weeks before Christmas uh, edition of the dan parsons show we 're delighted uh, that you chose to stick around. Uh, my thanks to uh, Flatwater Free Press editor, Mr. Matthew Hansen, for our weekly chat. Uh, boy, they just uh, if, if and i know it 's you hear me say this a lot, but uh, uh, they 're doing some really important work, and uh, both of those stories that we talked about uh you're you're not gonna find anywhere else, at least so far. I haven't I haven't seen the in depth reporting on uh on uh, who's buying Nebraska uh, farmland. Uh they've done a series of those stories now and uh and now this just tragic story about the VA in Omaha. Um so anyway, uh flatwater dot dot O R G. Uh if you're not subscribed I encourage you to do that. Uh yeah, uh, they're doing it's a Nebraska's very first nonprofit newsroom, and uh, yeah, they're changing the face of journalism, and that, and we're all better because of it. So, anyway,
2: on a lighter note, Dan, from yes, one other thing you talked to Matthew Hanson about, I have a confession to make. Yes. I have not started my Christmas
1: shopping yet. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew sounds like he had most of his. Oh day, yeah,
2: no, so. I liked his confidence, and yeah. I wish I would have been able to say the same. But yeah. alas.
1: <laughs> well, I I invested in in a plane ticket and a in a uh, uh, Airbnb in Austin. So that's kind of my uh, that's my that's how I've spent my Christmas money so far. So, uh, well, how about those Husker volleyball ladies? My goodness, heading to Tampa. Uh, Tampa, Florida, for the Final Four, the 17th time uh, that we've been to the NCAA Volleyball Semi-Finals. Uh, the number one Huskers, uh, got an Elite Eight win Saturday night over Arkansas. It wasn't easy. Even though we swept them in three, uh, three sets, uh, they made it interesting. And so the Husker ladies will face Pittsburgh in Tampa on Thursday, which means programming note, uh, they, that game, uh, tips off, uh, not tip off, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for, Johnny? What do they do? A tip off is basketball. Um, serve the first serve yeah i guess pretty much kind of a volleyball fan am i i don't even know uh, the terminology anyway that game starts at six o'clock that's exactly what it is his first serve serve (laughs) is thank you johnny uh the first serve is uh thursday at 6 p.m so that means pregame with jb and the crew starts at five o'clock so so no uh so no dan parsons show on thursday so uh listen to jb instead of me that'll boy that's uh that's so so exciting um so uh, tune into that boy i was in uh, did you get to listen or see the game uh saturday night
2: i saw part of it yeah the end part of it so yeah. um yeah
1: i was in a bar in uh, the sarban uh, village in omaha uh saturday night and uh it was like a husker uh, football game i mean it was uh and i've i've watched some of the volleyball matches in uh in other public places, but man, it was hopping. The place was packed. Uh it was a lot of fun, let me tell you that. But uh so anyway, congratulations to the Lady Huskers and uh, the volleyball team. And uh so they'll uh, uh they'll take on uh Pittsburgh Thursday at six o'clock so uh no Dan Parsons show on Thursday. And let me tell you what's coming up on tomorrow's show. Uh read any good books lately? Uh, Ryan Weber, the library director for Lincoln City Libraries, will join me in the first half of the show. Uh, And in the second half of tomorrow's show, uh, the return of Ryan Horn, uh, the official political consultant of the Dan Parsons Show. Uh, Yeah, I just realized we've got a couple of Ryans tomorrow. It's the Ryan Show tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Weber, uh, library director, and Ryan Horn. Uh, Political consultant and uh, Ryan Horn and I are going to talk about, yeah, can anyone can anyone stop Trump? Uh, New polling shows him over 50 percent in the uh, in Iowa and those caucuses. uh, It's not too far away Uh, uh, after the first of the year. I think it's I forget the date. But, uh, yeah, it's only like I want to say like six weeks away till people start voting uh, in Iowa for our next uh, president. So anyway, we'll talk about that tomorrow uh, with uh, Ryan Horn and uh, the second half of the show. Uh, And that just reminds me to follow us on X and Facebook. Uh, We'd love to have you uh, follow us uh, after hours so we can continue the conversation. Uh, I'm just looking back through, well, okay, uh, we'll get to this here in a second, Uh, talking about a survey that we have up that I wanted to chat about. but yes and if you miss anything uh you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like and uh, or just go to KLIN.com, scroll down on the Dan Parsons page and and find us there but uh here's what i wanted to to chat a little bit about today so coming up just uh, as i mentioned earlier there's no show on thursday uh, but on friday it's the return of dating over 50 with dr trey and if you've uh, been following along we uh, uh and uh, chef kevin will also be joining us so the band's back together on friday dr trey and uh, chef kevin will join me for uh, dating over 50 with Dr. Trey. And as you know, uh, Dr. Trey Thompson is a licensed uh, psychologist, uh, has a practice in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, he's uh, been kind enough to uh, come on and help us talk about dating over 50. And I know that uh, not everyone uh, in our listening audience qualifies for uh be of interest as uh, uh in the dating pool that uh, you know many of you are happily uh, uh partnered in some way or another uh, uh with someone but there is a number of us uh here in the listening audience who uh who are single and so uh Dr. Trey deals with uh, that issue in his practice uh, on a regular basis and uh, a lot of those people are over 50 and so uh, and by the way what uh, one of the things that uh, prompted us to talk about this uh, dating over 50 is this uh, phenomena that uh, uh, with the golden bachelor uh, which I guess ended uh, Dr. Trey has been watching that for research purposes I've never I've never seen it but anyway so it's it's become uh, uh, more and more discussed uh, about uh, dating over 50. And so anyway, we have a survey that Dr. Trey has developed uh, and it has to do with some questions that we would like to learn from you. Uh, and if you're not over 50 and you're single, that's okay. You can join us anyway. But I suspect there's a lot of people in this audience who may be for being over 50 and that you may be single or know someone who's single. And so, uh, you know, uh, this survey has to deal with Uh, helping us understand what appeals to people on a dating app. And, uh, you know, this technology era, uh, you know, everything from uh, ordering uh, your food uh, delivered to your home to, you know, what you watch, how you consume music uh, and uh, uh, entertainment. And so obviously there's a pretty big industry uh, dealing with dating apps. And I think a lot of people are using those. So that's what this survey uh, is dealing with, is asking just, it's just a short, uh, one, two, three, four, you know, a handful of questions. But we're trying to determine uh, what, uh, to help us understand uh, what appeals to you uh, in a dating app uh and and please keep in mind that this is uh, for this radio show uh, it's uh, for our ongoing segment, segment dating over fifty with dr. Trey uh, it's supposed to be fun uh, and if we get enough responses we want to talk about those results in Friday's show uh, we we're not going to talk about individual responses but we'll uh, dr. Trey is going to aggregate uh, the responses and uh, and we won't use any there is no identifying you don't put your name on this or anything it's just a uh, it's just a uh, a simple uh, what's important to you and uh, so anyway if you're interested in helping us out with that well first of all i hope you'll tune in friday uh, it's always entertaining and we haven't had uh, dr trey and uh, chef kevin on uh, together uh, for this uh, uh, dating over 50 episode because as you know uh Uh, Chef Kevin is widowed, Uh, I'm single, and we're both over 50, and so, you know, we qualify for being able to talk about this subject uh, along with our uh, psychologist, uh, Dr. Trey. So anyway, we'll uh, come on back, and we'll continue to chat about that a little bit more. I'll tell you some of the things that we're wanting to discover uh, about dating apps. So come on back after these messages.
2: Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on
0: 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Welcome back to the Monday edition. We're delighted that you chose to stick around. Uh, let me tell you what's coming up on tomorrow's show. It's the Ryan Show. We've got a couple guests uh, named Ryan uh, tomorrow. Uh, read any good books lately? We're going to talk books and libraries uh, with Ryan Weber, uh, who's the uh, library director for Lincoln City Libraries. Ryan's been in that position now for... Less than a year, I want to say. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but it seems like it's been uh, maybe about that long. And so we'll get to know uh, Ryan Weber uh, tomorrow. And it's the return of Ryan Horn, the official political consultant to the Dan Parsons show. Uh, and yeah, so we'll talk national politics and local politics like we always do. But uh, it seems like everyone's talking about uh, the presidential election with um, Iowa. Uh, caucus coming up uh, just a few weeks after the first of the year and so uh, some new polling uh, showing in iowa that uh, former president trump is now polling over 50 percent in iowa Uh, doesn't appear that anybody's going to stop him uh, from gaining at least a win in iowa it looks like so anyway we'll talk with uh, ryan horn uh, tomorrow afternoon so tune in for that and um like I mentioned uh, before the break, uh, this Friday, uh, it's a Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin, and the return of Dating Over Fifty uh, with Dr. Trey. And so we've Dr. Trey has developed a survey, and so you can find that survey. If you could help us out, we're uh, we're trying to learn more about what people think of dating apps. Uh, and so there's a survey. It's on both of the. Uh, Um, uh, both of the social media channels both X and Facebook the Dan Parsons show so if you scroll over there uh, you can find it there's a link and uh, so here's what we're trying to find out help us understand uh, these dating apps Uh, because I assume I assume that uh, if you're single uh, no matter what age you are what I've learned is uh, people use these apps just like uh, all other technology has taken over our lives and so here's the questions that uh, Dr. Trey developed uh, this survey that we're trying to find out. Uh, so the the title is "What is important to you?" Uh, sh- uh, and, and so uh, as you're working through uh, your dating apps, and there's, as I've come to learn, there's there's a lot of different ones. Um, I'm not going to name any maybe someone who would like to be a sponsor maybe a dating app uh would like to be a sponsor for the dating over 50 show but uh uh so what is important to you and and Trey has uh several categories uh, very important important neutral unimportant or very unimportant and so here's here's some of the questions uh, shared interests is that important to you uh when looking for someone on, on a dating app uh physical fitness uh, emotional availability uh attractive uh agreeable uh open to experience uh income level uh, that's an interesting one uh similar political views oh my goodness <laughs> yeah um and and I've still I still uh, Johnny you can weigh in on this because you're a single dude. By the way, have you filled out the survey? You can fill it out. You don't have to be over fifty to fill this out.
2: Oh, that's right. And I can fill it out and honor. Sure. Anonymous. It's anonymous. Too, so. Yeah,
1: there's no, we don't track anything. You don't put your name. It's just a, a simple, simple little survey. Uh, similar political views, shares personal information. You know, some people do that better than others. Uh, pictures, family, pets, you know, et cetera. Uh, response to messages within an hour. Is that important to you? Uh, responds to messages within 24 hours. Is that important to you? So, uh, Johnny, do you want to volunteer if you've been uh, if you use any of these dating apps?
2: I uh, I not frequently.
1: Okay. Um, but you're familiar with them.
2: Yeah, I, I've used them, and I have one on my phone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that I. Honestly, I get more notifications and emails about it than anything else, and then they keep threatening to like take down my profile if I don't start swiping. But um, so, and it just it depends on what my mood is or whatever else. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so I use it at times.
1: Okay, okay. Well, see, I have to decide uh, how much how much of that I'm going to answer live on the air because I've told people that yes, I am. Uh, I, obviously, I'm single. And uh, and I've used some dating apps. I do use dating apps, uh, but I'm not going to be talking about my personal life on the air, uh, but I do want to find that balance of being able to interact with our audience and Dr. Trey, and uh, so of these questions, okay, let me just go through them. What's of, what's important to me, uh, shared interests, physical fitness, emotional availability, attractive, agreeable, open to experience, uh, similar political views? You know, I try to stay, uh, I try to take the politics, I don't try, I do take the politics out of any of my responses or uh, that's not why I'm on dating apps. Right. Um, I'll figure that out once I, you know, meet the person. So that's, that's not of interest to me. Income level, that's zero interest to me. Um, <clears throat> shares, uh, shares personal uh, information, pictures, family, pets. I, I think that's important. I, I have seen some people that really uh, don't put uh, any any personal information as far as pictures uh or anything and it's just okay it's a mystery i don't know if i'm into that much of a mystery
2: I would say uh <clears throat> i have I, i'll call him dr chase porter in the klia newsroom he's not a doctor at all but he's he's given me tips and advice when it comes specifically to online dating and he specifically said if you have any pictures with cats or dogs By all means, post those. And I was like, well, I do have a cat. He goes, post a picture of her, with her. And so that was his advice to me, one of his advices to me.
1: Um, I've had people tell me, not that I would do this, that uh, uh, pictures of uh, fish or uh, hunting trophies or things like that are not really – I do fish and I have hunted, but anyway, I don't have a lot of uh, those pictures anyway, but I've been told that that's probably not uh, really of interest to a lot of people. Um I'm not going to give away, uh, because Dr. Trey uh, and I talked over the weekend, and he told me so far what the leading answer is uh, of these questions, so I'm not going to give it away. Because, yeah, we don't quite have a big enough sample, that's why I'm pushing this, because I would really like to have a better sample uh, for Dr. Trey to... To dive into. So anyway, if you're interested in that at all, if you're, uh, boy, I don't know, I don't know what I've unleashed here now that I start talking about this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we'd we'd appreciate your help. Dating over fifty uh, coming up on uh, the Friday show, and if you'd help us with the survey, find that uh, on the social media apps. Well, folks, uh, I'm delighted that two weeks before Christmas that you took the time uh, to tune in. Uh, We appreciate it very much, as always. Uh, We'll see you back here tomorrow. Uh, But meantime, have a great evening and go do good things. We'll see you tomorrow.